Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hey, Jingle Bells, and here we are again. Great to have you back. Doc Holliday's Tea Party here. I'm your host, Ed Holliday, and you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, and I had a show lined up for Christmas. I just had to throw it away because it's getting serious out there in politic land, and our caucuses are knocking on the door, and they're scurrying around like people that have not got their presents bought, and I'm telling you, We don't know who is going to get the Republican nomination. There's topsy-turvy, upside-down, all kind of things. So this show, I'm going to be talking about what's coming up the Iowa caucuses, what's going on in politics. Before we do, we'll get some news. Listen, Occupy D.C., let me tell you, it has something in common with the stimulus package. I'm going to tell you about that in just a few minutes. Also going to tell you about, talk some of the news of what's going on with people who are losing money. People like the ex-senator, ex-governor of New Jersey, who was head of MF Global, uh, John Corzine. So uh, we'll touch on that on the news. He's been up in the Senate. They've been questioning this man. How do you lose $1.2 billion? We'll see what we have to say about that coming up in the news section. Also, I don't want you to miss this. You know, so many Republicans and Americans are afraid of that budget deal that went down in the summer between Boehner and Obama. Uh, the, the super committee could not come up with cuts. Automatically, the military will be get hit disproportionately. It's going to be ripped out of the military budget. Never fear. Hey, I got something to tell you about the Navy and this administration and its green energy policy. Going to help the Navy out, sounds like. I'm going to tell you about that in the news. But you don't want to miss this week's Tombstone of the Week Award. It goes to the words of someone who won it not too long ago. They just have not. They have not learned to keep their foot out of their mouth and said some things that should be, just like I said, should be buried six feet below the ground, and so you don't want to miss this week's Tombstone of the Week Award. I'll give you a hint. He won it a couple weeks ago. He's a radio host, and his initials are GB, but he said something that is uh, worse than what he said a couple weeks ago on the Tombstone Week of the Award, which uh, that he got it then, but he's, uh, he's going to get another one today, this week, so stay tuned. I'll tell you what GB said. Now, we will get into the Iowa caucuses, what's going on in this week's Rock of Liberty speech, the Battle of Bunker Hill. I got to tell you something about the Battle of Bunker Hill and what's going on with this Tea Party movement, what's going on with the direction of this nation, and what's going on with you and me working together. Are we making a difference? What's going on? Where's the leadership of the Tea Party? I'm looking to the leaders of the Tea Party, and I said a couple weeks ago, is this the best we can do between Romney and Newt Gingrich? All the work the Tea Party's done. Where are we going? Is this the best we can do? Rock a liberty speech. If you're questioning and have the same questions, this Rock of Liberty speech is for you. So hang on for the end of the show. We got one like you've never heard before. 
And I hope you know about the Battle of Bunker Hill. If not, look it up. But there's some things going on in this world, going on in this country right this very moment. We don't know it's topsy-turvy. Conservatives are, have got, they got reason to be concerned. What kind of Christmas are we going to have? Yeah, Blue Christmas, that's Elvis Presley, and we are bringing you this, uh, this show, Doc Holliday's Tea Party, from the birthplace of Elvis Presley, the king, and he's talking about the Blue Christmas. Are you having a Blue Christmas? Are you a tea partier or having a Blue Christmas? Well, I want everybody to have a wonderful Merry Christmas, because I love Christmas. I told you that before, but there are some people running around, helter-skelter, I'm telling you, it's like... <laughs> It's like the conservatives, the Tea Party movement, all of a sudden it's, it's like we're on the Titanic. And everybody's running around saying, what are we going to do? This ship's going down. What do you do? What happened to women and children first? What happened to take care of the most important things? Let's get some, uh, let's get some strategies going on here. But what's the most important thing? Is the ship going to go down? Are we going to survive? Is America going to survive? All this talk, and I don't see Tea Party people coming up and leading and saying, number one, what's the most important thing? And I've said it on this show over and over. You know that. The most important thing is to make sure that Barack Obama is not reelected. The worst thing that can happen to America is four more years of, uh, uh, of, of someone who has nothing to hold him back. He has already turned so many things upside down and pushed it towards socialism and communism. When you talk about the student loan program and it's the way he wants to take it over, he's already taken it over. Hey, he's already told the students he's going to cut down what they owe, what they have to pay so they can get their votes next year. Are you seeing a trend? Listen, go back and listen to... Julio Lara's uh, Thanksgiving special on freedom. He said he sees it going on in this country. He has been in two different countries, Cuba and Venezuela, and he's seen what's going on with the socialist way they promise things. And it's never the worker's paradise. And so I'm telling to you, the Tea Party folks, don't get all upset, even if you think we're on the Titanic. We can survive, and we got to survive. We may have to fight another day. We may not get everything we want, but we've got to make sure the presidency is not put in the hands of Barack Obama for four more years. That's the goal. We need the Senate. We don't need Harry Reid in charge of the Senate. We've got to get the Senate to turn over, but those are the goals we've got to have. Now, first you get your goal and say, how's the best way to get there? I see so many Tea Party people, you know, 
first off was Michelle Bachman, ran up in a pose, won the straw pole in Iowa, and I said, who's Michelle Bachman? And she was up number one for a while. Then, of course, uh, we went on uh, Herman Cain, <laughs> and, it, it, you know, it just rotates around. And, and then we got Rick Perry that had come in before Herman Cain, just, just everybody thought he's going to be the one. He's going to blow everybody out of the water. And then we saw what he did in the first debates. And now it's Newt Gingrich, and he's getting hammered by every side. I mean, he's getting hammered harder by the conservatives than he is by the leftists. And, and Romney has never been able to get over 24%. Ron Paul, bless his heart, is coming in third, second place in, in the poll in an hour now, running right behind Newt Gingrich. And nobody, Land McCain, four years ago they said, can John McCain be elected 72 years old? Well, has anybody looked at Ron Paul's age? Has anybody said a thing about Ron Paul's age? push him over in, at the debate. I like Ron Paul. He's got a lot of good ideas, but I'm telling you, he's not electable. You think Barry Goldwater wasn't electable, and, and Ron Paul's not anything of a conservative. He's got conservative ideas, but <laughs> he, his foreign policy, he's not going to get elected, folks. So I'm telling you, people are running around like they're on the Titanic. They say, we've struck an iceberg and we're sinking. Well, let's get this thing put together right now. Let's get it put together. And let me tell you, you keep yourself focused on making sure in November 2012, you join Doc Holliday's super committee. If you're a voter and if you're fed up of the way things are going, uh, this super committee is one going to make one day of action. That's Election Day 2012. You join Doc Holliday's super committee. And we're going to all go to the polls, and we're going to cast our votes. And we're going to make sure that Barack Obama's not reelected. Okay? That's simple. Now, the hard part is, who are we going to find to beat Barack Obama? How are we going to keep a third-party candidate from propping up and popping up? That's the mission. And that's what you and me are going to do. Keep listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. We're going to maneuver around. I'm going to position you, tell you what we need to do. And that's how we're going to get through this. That's how we're going to get through this. Listen every week to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. It's changing weekly, and that's why I had to change my whole show up. I had planned for today. Have to get a little Christmas <laughs> later on. We had to hear Elvis is singing Blue Christmas. I don't want you to have a blue Christmas. I want you to have a true conservative Tea Party Christmas. And that means focus on election of 2012, Barack Obama, we cannot have the liberal, socialist, virgin on communistic uh, principles that this man's bringing to the government all over the place. Four more years of that, and will we have a country left? So first off, that's the goal of the Tea Party, of the conservatives. Don't, I'm not as concerned about the candidate now. Yes, that's important. We've got to find him, but we've got to make sure we stay focused on making sure Barack Obama is defeated. That leads me right into this week's uh, Tombstone of the Week Award. I'm going to get to the news. We, I told you I had to change. <laughs> I had to change up my whole show because I thought this was very important to talk about the Iowa caucuses. And, 
and I had to change everything up. So, yes, we're going to get to the news items I mentioned. But first, let me do this week's Tombstone of the Week Award because it goes to none other than the radio host, GBTV host, Glenn Beck. The words of Glenn Beck. When he, he's been hammering Newt Gingrich. He said that Newt Gingrich and Barack Obama, is, if you voted for Newt, you might as well be voting for Obama. Now, I don't like all things Newt does, but now that is balderdash. A <laughs> pure balderdash, Glenn Beck. Are you losing it, man? <laughs> you had such a huge radio numbers, and you had TV numbers. You drew over 500,000, close to a million people to Washington, D.C. for your Restoring Honor Rally, and you're losing it, man. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, Glenn, but something's going on there. You're losing it because you cannot tell me that a vote for Barack Obama and a vote for Newt Gingrich is the same. You can call Newt, uh, he's got some progressive tendencies. Maybe so. He's not conservative, I would like to, to be. But I'm telling you, he is a far cry from the man in the White House now that has done everything he can to put, social, put socialism first. Those, the words, excuse me, of Glenn Beck when he said, he said he would rather vote for a third party candidate of Ron Paul uh, rather than voting for Newt Gingrich. Well, go ahead, give Obama four more years in the White House. Is that, will that please you? Four more years and you think our country can survive? Why do you even put it to the test, Glenn Beck? Now, you can hammer Newt all you want. He needs to be hammered, and you can join a boat and hammer him, but don't tell people that you're going to uh, vote a vote for Newt's the same as a vote for Obama. And don't tell them that we need a third-party candidate. I'm telling you, Glenn, listen to me. Get a grip on it, man. We have got to make sure Barack Obama's not reelected. You've been telling that for over two years. And here you are jumping ship. It's like the Titanic. You hear it hit the iceberg and you're, you're ready to gra grab a lifeboat and get in the water. But listen, Glenn. Listen. You need to listen up to my Rock of Liberty speech at the end. And I'm going to talk about the Battle of Bunker Hill. And you, you think about where you would be, Glenn Beck, at the Battle of Bunker Hill. All right? Okay, well, Glenn Beck's words, I hope that he can come around and he, he can ask for forgiveness and get back on the bandwagon. The number one goal is defeating Barack Obama. Now, the words of Glenn Beck when he said that a, a vote for Obama and a vote for Newt would be one and the same, that's, that needs to be buried six feet underground beneath a tombstone. Okay, Glenn Beck? Move forward, man, or go take a break. Take a vacation. Now, <laughs> I got to get to this week's news segment. I'm telling you, this is a different show, and we got things to get to, and it's so important for our country. This is Christmas. Yes, let me give you a little break here and say Merry Christmas from Doc Holliday. Merry Christmas from webtalkradio.net, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, I'm telling you, it's a holiday season, and your host is Dr. Ed Holiday. And I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy you listening. I enjoy Doc Holiday's Tea Party. But a Tea Party's group has is, is really got it under my fingernail a little bit when you got Glenn Beck to help push the Tea Parties. He said what he said about Newt. And, and you got 
some Tea Party people, I told you, Judson Phillips came out for Newt early on, and then other people can't stand Newt, and they get, you see, Republicans getting mad at the Tea Party for pushing Newt because Newt, they say Newt can't win. People go, scattered brain. Okay, listen, that's a part of the nomination process. Get a grip on it, folks. You know, so many in the Tea Party are just lashing out, lashing out. We can lash out, and you can shoot everybody down, but first and foremost, we've got to remember to go. And that's what I'm trying to do with this show. We've got to be focused on making sure that the worst thing that could happen to America, Barack Obama getting reelected, does not happen. That's it. Let me, as I say that, let me tell you one of the most important things that will help Barack Obama from getting reelected is my new book called Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm going to brag about it. I'm telling you, you're going to read some stuff you haven't read anywhere else. If you like about old Gettysburg, then you need to read this book. If you like history, read the book. If you are conservative, read the book. If you know a liberal that needs the book and know a little more about the Tea Party, buy the book and give it to them for Christmas, man. <laughs> But I'm telling you, in Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics, Tea Party versus the status quo, I opened up and tell what the Tea Party is doing. And I've said it here on the radio before. I believe it with all my heart. But all the other groups in America complaining, there's only one group that's running to the fire as if just like the Twin Towers when they were on fire. It was the firemen that came in there and they gave their lives for their country to put that fire out and help save people. The Tea Party is the only group saying, we, not only do we have to cut the spending, they're saying, we're going to cut your legs out from under you Republicans if you don't get on ball and do what you said you're going to do. There's a lot, I mean a lot, of people planning on running against Republican congressmen, incumbents in Republican primaries in 2012 in the House and Senate, and God bless them, everyone, because we are not seeing things shook up. We got to shake it up. In my book, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, is just what you need to get to get fired up for the elections of 2012. How do you get it? Go to my website, www.teaparty.ms, teaparty.ms. You can order it right there. It's on Amazon. People got gift cards from Amazon. We'll use them. Order Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can get it on Amazon now. Tell them Doc Holliday sent you. Now, let's get on with this show. I've got to get to the news, and then we can talk about the Iowa caucuses. First off, the news. Did you hear about this uh, Congressman Issa from California? And he was talking about the Occupy D.C. All over Washington, nobody's supposed to spend the night in a, in a federal park. Nobody. You don't, get to, you don't get to go to sleep in the federal park. Now, at McPherson Square, get this. The, the Congress, Nancy Pelosi, one of the things that she put in the $800 billion stimulus package was to make sure the McPherson Park got $400,000 to refurbish it and grass growing and new benches, fix it up. And guess what? Occupy D.C. is destroying that $400,000 that the Democrats gave to them. And why? Why are they getting to spend the night? Nobody else has ever got to spend the night and pitch tents in McPherson Square. 
I mean, would, would you even think a Tea Party group could even stay an hour after a permit? And these occupier folks don't have any permits. <laughs> There's, they're tearing up $400,000 worth of taxpayer money that we borrowed so that the stimulus could be stimulated. And then Occupy D.C. is sitting there, and Congressman Issa said and asked, Why? Why are these squatters getting to squat on McPherson Square overnight? Why? I want to hear the answer. You should, too. Ask your congressman, why do the Occupy DCers squat at McPherson Square? The squatters, the squatters are ruining the $400,000 that Nancy Pelosi handed to the national parks to fix it up. But that's, that's, that's pocket change compared to what the MF Global, it went busted. And... And the ex who was the CEO? Well, he was the famous ex-senator of New Jersey, ex-governor of New Jersey, got beat by Chris Christie in 2009. And, and one of the things we found out, hey, he left the governorship to go right in as CEO. He used to be head of Goldman Sachs, and everybody thought this is a brilliant mind. He's multi, multi-millionaire. He, uh, John Corzine, head of uh, MF Global, and guess what? They went bankrupt, and now nobody can find $1.2 billion of client assets. And so they hauled him in front of the Senate and House subcommittees, <laughs> and he says he doesn't know where the money went. <laughs> he, he just doesn't know. Well, how about if... John Corzine doesn't know where $1.2 billion went. I want to know where $800 billion stimulus package went. We know 400000 of it went to McPherson Square and is getting trumped on and squatted on by the D.C. occupiers. But I want to know where the $800 billion went. I think it all went down a rat hole. And where it all ended up, who knows? It sure didn't expand the... Uh, job creation we've been uh, it's, it's been like America all over the place you know people need jobs and you got just like the pipeline that Obama will not he wants to put it off to after election when people need jobs is there any anybody that can say why Mr. President why are the Democrats we know it will automatically give up to 20,000 jobs just building the pipeline to get oil from Canada down here to our refineries. And if we don't build it, then they're going to start selling to China. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And yet, and yet, the press is acting like the Republicans are crazy for putting it in a, their a legislation. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know one thing. We are for jobs here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party, and that pipeline needs to be built, and President Obama needs to be turned out of office. Now, let me tell you what the administration is doing in such a beautiful way. And as I told you, Boehner and Obama made this uh, great compact last summer, and everybody heralded it, and we had a super committee to find out over a trillion dollars, and it all worked out. But if it didn't, and it didn't. Then a huge, huge chunk of defense spending will be cut out automatically from the budget. Actually, it's 2013. 
when it starts to happen. But, you know, Obama's beautiful imagination, his dream is coming to fruition because the Navy, the Department of the Navy, headed by my ex-governor, Ray Mavis, who was the governor of Mississippi in the late 80s, early 90s, he has come up, they got a new, <laughs> they got a new way of transportation, not they got a way of fueling the transportation in the Navy, and it's ought to brighten your day because uh, the investment, it certainly brightened the day of T.J. Glothier, a strategic, a quote, strategic advisor to Solazyme, one of the companies selling the environmentally correct fuel to the U.S. What is this environmentally correct fuel? Oh, my goodness. It's where you mix some diesel and uh, the fossil fuels is mixed with some bio, uh, bio material, and all of a sudden it's a special con concoction of fuel that will run our Navy ships, and we're going to buy $12 million and run some ships as a, uh, to try it out. And guess what? This guy <laughs> was a strategic advisor to Mr. Obama, and all of a sudden his company... Gets, gets this uh, $12 million to sell fuel. And you know what? The fuel that the Navy will burn, beautiful green jobs going everywhere, evidently. At least they are to T.J. Glothier. But <laughs> let me tell you, the, I'm, I'm getting tickled. I, the $12 million to buy biofuel, <laughs> and it costs $15 a gallon. <laughs> dollars a gallon yes navy oh yeah we're gonna get a, a huge budget cuts into the fence but don't worry we're gonna start burning some green fuel baby <laughs> 15 dollars a gallon <laughs> oh my goodness ah whoa our commander-in-chief is leading us to victory is he not okay whoo okay i got it Fan myself and cool off. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Let's buy, let's go keep on buying that $15 a gallon fuel for our Navy. Yes, sir. Green jobs by the millions. <laughs> and it'll cost us billions. <laughs> and oh, goodness gracious alive. Now, Rocket Liberty speech. I told you to wait for it. You know about the Battle of Bunker Hill in the Revolutionary War? first major battle really they had uh, a lot of farmers merchants people came together and, uh, Boston's being surrounded and they put up a fight at Bunker Hill and I know you historians know Breeds Hill was a part of it really put up a lot of defense there but what happened at Bunker Hill George Washington had not been yet made the supreme commander but it was Men coming from the hillsides, the farms, the merchants from the city. They came up there for the guns and the ammunition. They set up a barrier to keep the British from marching through. These people, many of them had never seen battle before. And the British thought they could waltz right through them with their trained soldiers. But the red coats came. They came. And the Americans were ready. The colonists those who were ready to take up their arms. Under the leadership of a Prescott, and you may have heard him, he was the one said, they give him the quote, don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes. 
because they didn't have much ammunition. He didn't want it wasted. And the British came up, and in that fighting, right along with the regulars, there was a man that had been commissioned a general, but it had not taken effect. He wouldn't be a part of the battle. He's right in there on the front lines. His name was Dr. Joseph Warren. And Dr. Joseph Warren fought through the whole battle. The, the British came one, and one big assault. They got licked, shot down. Many of them died. They retreated. They came up for a second time. And again, many of them got shot, killed, defeated. And then they got reinforcements from Boston. They came up for a third time. And this time, the colonists were all out of ammunition, had very little left. They fought until they ran out and then they got out of there. They got out of there as quick as they could and on to set up uh, to stop the advancement of the British further down the road. But let me tell you what happened. You know the Battle of Bunker Hill. It, it, was, it was won technically by the British. But what happened, the American people knew they could fight the British. They made the British suffer many, many more losses. Over a thousand casualties for the British. And it was ended up being... Uh, two or three hundred, I believe, for the colonists, but and many of those were hurt in a retreat. But one of the things that's very important to understand is American patriots went into that battle. One of them was Dr. Joseph Warren. Why don't you hear about Dr. Joseph Warren much? He was one of the premier men fighting for independence, saying America needed to be free and he's ready to fight the British. And he was a leader, and he got people fired up. He's a young, fiery leader. You don't hear about him because he got killed at the Battle of Bunker Hill, right there at the end of that third assault. Because he's right, he could have fled with the officers, but he stayed right there with the men. He was, he gave it all for the battle. And what do we learn about the Battle of Bunker Hill for the Tea Party movement for today? I'm not saying you have to go out there and die. That's our, our forefathers fought for that right. We've got a constitution now. We don't have to go fight and die. But what we do have to do is give it our all. And what I mean by that is there's some people in the Tea Party, everybody wants to get to the top. And just like this presidential candidates, I'll tell them a secret. If somebody's willing to put the country above their self, country above even their party, then we can see some things happening. I'll tell you, this is my message, my Christmas message to the presidential candidates running now. Some of you need to get together. Some of you say, I will drop out of the race and put all my support behind this person or that person. If you want to get beyond Newt or Romney, the others, they could get above them, but it's going to take some saying, we're going to back you up. I'm I fought it hard, but I'm going to back down and I'm going to put, throw all my support and get all my supporters to get behind so-and-so. Now, who would it be? Would it be Rick Perry saying, I'll get behind Michelle Bachman, get behind Rick Santorum? Or would it be, again, uh, Perry, uh, Santorum or Bachman or both of them saying, we'll get behind you, Rick Perry. If you'll lead, we'll get behind you and we'll, we'll uh, combine and, and, and we'll push through a true conservative. If you, I'm, I'm, I know some of you are saying Rick Perry's not a true conservative. Well, maybe we can get Rick Perry to get behind Rick Santorum or Michelle Bachman or Newt. If Newt uh, 
you know, can you combine and beat Newt? You know, if Mitt say, okay, looks like I'm not going to win, I don't believe Mitt would say that, but if he said, it looks like I'm not going to win, I want to throw all my support behind Rick Santorum. There's some, right there is a way that you could be shook up. I don't see, is right now it looks Mitt and uh, Newt running, and Ron Paul, bless his heart, 80, not 80 years old yet, but he's just about it. Uh, he can move up in the polls to shake some people up, but he's not going to get the nomination, folks. And that's why I'm saying somebody has to throw some support. You know, does Ron Paul have an ego trip? Well, George Soros probably will fund his third-party candidacy just to get Barack Obama in. But when I talk about Bunker Hill, Joseph Warren gave his life, folks. We don't hear about him. He's not written up in the founder's uh, signing the Declaration of Independence or signing the Constitution, he would sure have been right in amongst of the the mindset of the of the top uh, creators of the liberty and the Constitution. He was right there, but he gave it all. He gave his life. Dr. Joseph Warren, right there at the Battle of Bunker Hill. Tea Party folks, send a message to our presidential candidates. Somebody's going to need to back down and say, I believe in conservatism, I believe we got to beat Barack Obama, and I'm willing to throw my support behind this candidate or that candidate. It can be done. It doesn't all have to be Newt. It doesn't have to all be Mitt. It could be Michelle. It could be Rick Santorum. <laughs> could be, you know, say, hey, Rick, he's always been at the bottom. Well, he could rise to the top, but he'd have to get some help from Rick Perry. Would Rick Perry get behind someone? I don't know. But when you look at the America, if I was in that position, if I all the support, what would I do? Well, I know one thing. Doc Holliday would be looking for what's best for our country. And I've told you what's best for our country. It is making sure Barack Obama is not reelected. What does it take? Well, it takes some true patriots to figure out how to get there. And that's what I'm going to do at the Doc Holliday's Tea Party every week. We're going to figure out how to get there, and we're going to get there. We've got less than a year now, and that's this week's Rock of Liberty speech. I appreciate you listening. It's a merry, merry Christmas to you. And even if you do like Elvis and you like Blue Christmas, I want you to have a merry Christmas. Let's don't have a blue Christmas, but let's pray for our country, pray for our Presidential candidates, I pray that some of them will be a servant leader. That means be willing to get out of the race and get behind someone else if that's what it takes. If we want a true conservative fighting Barack Obama, we're going to have to do some shifting and changing. We'll see what we can do. But whoever ends up with a nomination, we got to get ready to back them up, whoever it is, because we do not need... Four more years of Barack Obama. This is Doc Holliday's Tea Party next week. We, we got a good show that's going to head us right into our caucuses. So God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week.